What's up, everybody? My name is James York, and this is the B Podcast. The story behind the name B is that I'm a hip-hop head. Comments album B is my favorite album of all time. It's a timeless album about life and stepping into who you really are. And that's what this podcast is all about, to just be. To be you, to be great, to be the best version of yourself. Over the years, I've read hundreds of books and articles on self-help and becoming the best version of myself. I've had over a thousand hours of therapy and coaching, and as I go through this personal journey of becoming my highest self, I want to invite you to join me. Together, we will learn and grow each day, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, all while showing compassion and empathy to others, and having a little fun along the way. I'm no expert, but if I can learn something new and help you to grow, that's why I intend to do it. Thank you for listening to the Beat Podcast. Welcome back. It's James York, and this is the Beat Podcast. I'm your host for this wonderful, wonderful podcast. Um, I thank everybody for listening. I hope everybody's having a wonderful week so far. I had a wonderful weekend. That everybody's blessed. Um, this week is all about healing. And the episode today is going to be how to start your healing process and your healing journey. So I got a couple steps. I got a couple actionable items that I've done myself. I'm still on the road to healing as most of us are. I don't think we're ever really done healing. I don't think we're ever really done being the the person that, you know, we want to be because we always striving to be best. And at the Be Podcast, we always strive to be better in our best self mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. So this really hits into the the financial um, I'm sorry, the emotional realm, but it affects everything. So it affects finances as well. It affects your physical. And if you're not healed, it can come out of stress. Um, if you're older, you can have different type of implementa- impl- implementations that, that come up um, as far as your, your health, chronic illness, arthritis, strokes, high blood pressure, heart disease, all signs and symptoms of stress which can come on from healing and you know when you get later on in life and you've held on to to hurt and pain and healing for so long you really don't even know how to to deal with it and how to heal so today we're going to start the process now um i know a lot of people that are listening are younger still and we still have time on this earth lord willing to to heal and start that journey because there'll be other things in our life that we need to heal from Um, as we progress and as we become the men and women that we are designed to be that God wants us to be so getting right into it some of the symptoms of traumas and signs that we um, are in need of healing and this comes from the Chopra Addiction and Wellness Center Um, that's my source for a lot of this today Um, some things that we go through in life that can trigger these uh, these symptoms of trauma and healing that we need healing from are a breakup or a divorce, loss of health, losing a job, loss of financial stability, so like a recession or just what we came out of with the, the, the coronavirus, you know, the pandemic just taking a toll on us mentally and physically and financially, miscarriages, retirements, loss of a pet or a child, loss of a dream maybe you had a dream that you 
wanted to be um, a dentist or a doctor and you didn't pass school or you, you had to give it up for financial reasons. A loss of a close friendship, a loss of safety after a traumatic incident, loss of a family member, or selling a home or a dwelling, moving. So those are some things that can lead to some traumas in our lives and the way that it can show is self-destructive or impulsive behaviors, uncontrollable reactions or thoughts, feelings of shame, guilt, hopelessness, despair, depression as we talked about before, loss of former belief system, compulsive behavioral problems, substance abuse, sexual problems, inability to maintain close relationships or maintain appropriate friendships, hostility and violence, introvertedness, or feelings of being threatened. And those are some of the things that you can display if you have some of those that you might need to start the healing process. If you've been through some of those things and you kind of just pushed it off and I'm going to just keep working or I'm just going to go to the gym, which is good. And, you know, that's actually one of my um, coping mechanisms for healing. But you just can't push it all down to the, the surface. You have to we have to deal with it and how that can come up in our mental health is through shock, denial and disbelief it can come up through anger mood swings anxiety fear shame guilt as we mentioned earlier feelings of hopelessness and sadness feelings of disconnect and numbness insomnia nightmares fatigue being startled easily difficult concentrating racing heartbeat agitation aches and pains and muscle tension so it's not only mental but that's also physical ailments that it it takes it takes a toll on so we got an emotional we're dealing with an emotional thing with healing and you know it leads into other areas so if you're confused and difficult to concentrate you can't make money at work you can't do you can't do your job so that that leads into the financial as i was saying if you're withdrawn from others if you can't be around people that affects your spirit too and your spiritual growth and you you may be numb and feeling sad and hopeless you're not communicating with your you know with your creator so it leads into that if you're feeling aches and pains if you have a racing heartbeats that's going into your physical so this emotional process goes into every situation in your life your mental your physical your spiritual so we really need to make sure that we're handling the trauma or handling all the issues that we need to heal from and it can show up different in, in every single person it, it doesn't it doesn't show up the same healing is different for everyone trauma is different for everyone you could literally your dog could have died one person could have been cool and keep on going and don't need to heal or maybe it took them a week to heal but that dog could have meant everything for you and it can take you years and you can see some of these symptoms and it, it'll be hard for you to push forward. So I have five steps just to to help out, to get along this journey um, so we can push forward through the healing process and try to make a better, a better version of ourselves, a better healed version of ourselves. So number one is address the issue and identify the hurt. Um, this is the first step to me. What are you hurting from? Sometimes we've been having so much trauma in our lives and we've been hurt so much that we don't even know where to start or what is 
you know, the initial hurt. So what is the initial hurt? Let's figure out one thing. If, it, if you've been hurt a lot, then we'll, we'll just break it down. You know, such and such hurt me in this way. And I need to forgive myself for what I did here. And we'll just take it each step by step. But identifying those issues will first lead us to the healing that we need. And it'll help us to feel our feels. Because if you don't even know what you need healing from, you all over the place and you know you you don't you don't know what to feel or you don't know what is the feeling that you get from the the type of trauma the type of hurt that that you've had so you might have been um say abused when you were a child and that hurt could be coming up as an adult but you don't know it so you have to identify that first so you can go back you can feel that you can get those emotions out out there in the ocean number two is seek help and support when handling trauma. Um, hurting alone is a hard thing to do. And there's going to be times where, of course, you need to be alone in your feelings. Um, you know, some of the next steps you might need to do alone. But having that support, and especially if it's a professional, whether it's a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a therapist, a counselor, um, a pastor, whoever can give you professional advice, opinions, recommendations to help you along this healing journey. It's a lot of stuff that can come out if you just get somebody else's perspective. And that help and that um that support can even be a family member or a friend. It could be a spouse, it could be a loved one. It it could be anybody that you allow in to to that healing journey. But if you just kind of keep it in, you really not getting that healing that you really need because you can't heal from what you don't reveal. So my ver my journey for healing, everybody knows this so far, is therapy. I've been in therapy for two years, and I had to heal from a lot of things from my childhood. I had to heal from a lot of things with um, self-confidence, things that were, were within. But I had to reveal that. I had to talk about that, work through that, gain knowledge, self-awareness, and tools. But it took someone, not me, to understand that, you know, this is what you're going through. I can see what you're going through. I've studied this. I've seen other people in your position. And this is how we're going to navigate through it. Therapist actually gives you a roadmap on how to take care of your mental blocks. So I would say definitely start there if you can. But everybody can't afford therapy and it's not available for everybody, especially people of color. So you have pastors, you have mothers, you have fathers, you have people that you can go to people that will actually listen and support you. So I definitely recommend starting there. Next is the practice of prayer, meditation, mindfulness, and gratitude. I can't say this enough that I practice all of these. When I'm most balanced and when I'm going through something, especially when I'm going through something deep where I need healing, I am I'm meditating more. I'm praying more. I'm being more mindful about my thoughts. I'm showing more gratitude because in those moments, your mind will try to attack you. Literally, um, we have a fight, a fight or flight mode in our mind and it triggers anxiety. And when we're thinking that we're in a, in a, in a situation where we need to flee, and this is because of our humanity and because of how we evolved and things like that, our minds go to the worst case scenario sometimes to protect us. That worst case scenario isn't always good for us. And since we've 
grown now that we're in house homes and we're in environments that are much safer our anxiety plays tricks on us when we think or we start worrying about situations and when you're healing you go through a lot of worry a lot of doubt a lot of self-actualization but you need to get through that pain in order to get the healing out so it's actually a good thing but what really numbs those voices or I wouldn't say numb what really silences those voices is having a good meditation practice a good mindfulness practice understanding that that voice that you hear is you but it's your mind you are you as a spirit as a soul but you have a mind and that mind has been pretty much programmed since the day you were born through TV through radio through ads and that mind can be reprogrammed but you have to understand the difference between you and your mind. Your mind is trying to protect you at all times. Your mind is also creating anxiety so you won't make bad decisions. But you have to understand that, and that's where being mindful, having meditation, for me as a Christian, praying comes in. So I would say that's the third step, and that's a huge step um, to, to your actual healing process. That's something that you can do for free something that you don't need other people to do and it's something that you can practice when you're not feeling well when you're feeling down um, when you're feeling great it helps you be more self-aware and number one was to address the issues that helps you address the issues by being more self-aware building that self-awareness strength that's a superpower that you can gain that confidence that self-awareness to know hey i know what's hurting on me i know what what i need healing from and I'm going to address that. So being mindful, showing gratitude, praying, meditating. Make that a daily practice. Number four is exercising. I preach this all the time as well, but physical activity is so important. I'm very active. I go to the gym and I'm not bashing anybody for not going to the gym. I'm not one of those people that's going to lift weights and throw it in your face. I do it because it's a form of therapy for me on my lunch breaks i'm in there for an hour hour and a half i feel way better when i come out i'm tired but i feel way better because i've gotten things stress off my chest literally by bench pressing lifting weights deadlift whatever i'm doing I, I prefer to lift some people prefer to do cardio some prefer to dance it out whatever you can do to just move physically move i don't care if you just get up and walk for 10 minutes a day just move you know, the, um, the FDA recommends that all adults walk or move around for at least 30 minutes a day, especially as sedentary as we are sitting around every day. You know, we have to get up and move. I know Michelle Obama had a whole campaign when Barack was in the office about kids getting up and moving. But it's the adults that need to get up and move. We don't have gym class. Some people sit at their desk from 7 to five and the only time they get up is to go use the bathroom or get grab something to eat and come back so get up get out go and move get in nature if you can um i really encourage people to go on a run a jog a hike through nature right now it's fall it's beautiful outside it's not too hot it's not too cold we don't have any excuse unless you're in bad shape as far as like your health wise you know, you, you you should get out there, experience the world, see it's beautiful. So if you can't get to a gym, because I know we're still in the pandemic, 
go outside and work out. There's classes you can take. Anything you can do. And number five is finding a hobby or getting into a community. And this goes along the lines of seeking that support, but it's also you becoming the help. So if you're going through issues, say if you're going through addiction, withdrawals, things like that, and you overcome that, or you're still actively healing, you can get with a five-step program, or you can get with the AA program to help someone else that's you know, that's not as far along in that journey, that's beginning, and help them. You could be the helping hand that they might have needed. So I say get with a, um, a group of people who who are like-minded. When this can be a small group in the church. This can be just a, a meet-up, you know, that you, you find some people in, man, y'all can play Frisbee in the park, I don't know. <laughs> Anything that can just get you um, in a mindset of being around people that are good, good people, like-minded people, to get you a new perspective. Especially if you're struggling with things like depression and anxiety, being around good people and doing activities will not only get your mind off of that stress, that worry that's been driving you up or keeping you up at night, but it'll also give you joy. And that's another week's podcast we'll talk about. Um, That's something that I'm working on is finding joy in different activities. But this can definitely lead to that. Um, I know one thing that I used to do that I want to get back to, especially after the pandemic, is volunteering more. And, you know, I would go to the the Greater Chicago Food Depository. And, you know, you'll stay there for like three hours on a Saturday picking up boxes. But I felt energized that I helped, you know, and they'll tell you the tally of how much food your group, um, you know, packed or, you know, how many cans you guys help distribute and just knowing that you had that kind of impact in a few hours just taking a few hours out your day in the morning on a saturday it, it'll it'll leave you in a great mood for the just the rest of the day so i always encourage people to volunteer if they can with their time give back um get into a small group whether that's at a church a community center um youth outreach anything you can um, i love those type of situations where you can just be a voice to someone and none of you guys are like one anything from anybody it's just people coming together and that builds strong relationships it, it it challenges you it builds new perspectives and it helps you to grow and it helps you to heal and just remember like healing is a journey and it's and, and it's very much so a marathon and it's not a race um david ricci say our wounds are often the openings into the deepest and most beautiful parts of us so just remember that what you are healing from can be your testimony one day it can be your story whatever that is i literally started this podcast out of going to therapy and my therapist asking me what would i go hard for and i just wanted people to learn from my mistakes so your mistakes your trauma can help someone else one day and it can lead to the person that you will become because you'll be a stronger version and the bible says that god will give you beauty for your ashes your trauma is the ashes so never never put your trauma on a back page always know that what you went through gave you the strength to be who you are today it made you who you are don't be ashamed of it you can wear it around like a badge of honor no matter what it was, you've went through it, you got through it, 
you now started the journey to heal from it. I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. Let me know what you think. Follow the page B underscore podcast on Instagram. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. I'm out.